Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And let's get into some tea. We got a lot this week of Bravo content. I'm Today, sure. in general. Today, Today was crazy. Today was crazy. Today was a boop, 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 whiplash. It, yeah, I was, I was like, Jesus, like, slow down, slow down. But like, no. We always talk about this. There are some days where it's like nothing happens. And there, it's that day where it's just like, boom, boom, boom. When it rains, it pours. It and does. today it was calling for showers on the forecast because it was a lot. Um, so let's get into. That's my opinion. So earlier this week, we got a little bit more kind of confirmation on who potentially is one of the new housewives of Orange County. So Tamara is back from her little Italy extravaganza um, tour uh, with Eddie. And she is back and she is filming. So that's really exciting to hear. And she is filming with none other than newbie Heather Amin, um, who is also friends with Noella and Bronwyn. I just think the chain of events, like, when are we going to, how is, when are we going to cut this um, chain? When are we going to, like, realize that why did we cut Noella? Because if you're literally hiring a friend of hers, then, like, it doesn't make sense to why. Like, I, the first thing I thought was, like, okay, maybe she alienated herself too much. But if you're hiring her fucking friend, who's also a connection to Tamara, that's a connection to the whole group. Also, another thing is I do not like, I think that in Salt Lake, they did this too. I don't like when they're going to hire wives with the same names. I hate that. I literally, like, like I mean. I Nobody mean, else. I mean, like, Caroline Brooks, Caroline Sandbury. That's like, what I was just going to say. I was like, they're, it's, that's how it is. Everyone calls her bride. Anyways. But, and then there's all, and then Ayana's always like, Stanbury, Stanbury. Stanbury. That's my surname. <laughs> Stanbury. Stanbury, I love you now. Stanbury. Stanbury, I love you now. <laughs> it's, who, it's, it, there's two Andes in Salt Lake City coming up, right? Um, Angie K yeah. and Angie H. Yeah, Angie K and Angie H. And then, and then, yeah, like I wasn't it. There was two uh, Lisas in a season before too. Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa Rena. Yeah, but that's like that. The, they're too iconic, you know. know they're clearly because it's like it's Rena. it's it's Rena and Vanderpump. It's not yeah, Lisa. Lisa. They yeah. they neither of them really go by Lisa. Also, with um, Salt Lake, are you hearing the tea that there is only going to be five housewives? I will scream. I will. I will. If Diana motherfucking Jenkins made her way through and not doesn't say a goddamn word every episode but licks her fucking lips and she made it through but we're gonna have five on salt lake which arguably had one of the best housewife seasons of all time with season two you're kidding me i'm gonna be pissed i'm gonna be fucking pissed there's no way like they're really gonna have three friend dubs floating around you know what is my most anticipated like moment that i want to see on salt lake and it has nothing to do with like the gen of it all like nothing. what is why were they at Mary's church? Are they going to show that? Are they going to show that on season three? Like, also, are we going to get like the Jenny stuff? Do you think we're going to get that in season three? I'm like, that's what I want to know. I'm like, are they going to show that? Or are they going to be like, all right, we tried to get Mary. She's not coming back. Like, just grab this. Like, you know, imagine if they're like, we, yeah, we tried to get answers from Mary and then they show up at the church door and they're like, it's closed. (laughs) I 
want to see it. I want to see it so bad. Speaking, I do too. Speaking of Salt Lake City, so Salt Lake City is rumored to be premiering September 28th. And then Potomac is rumored to be coming back October 9th. So guys, we are ready for a, a festive fall. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I've been rewatching Potomac season four. And I'm just like, I don't know what made me started. I was on my couch the other day and I was on Hulu. And obviously, as you guys know, I I couldn't do another Roni rewatch. It's just my, I've been doing too much of it. So I'm like, I need to just like watch another Housewives franchise. And I was like, let me watch Potomac. I've never really gone back and watched Potomac. And Season four is arguably to me like top top ten housewives like seasons of all time. Of all possibly time. five. I like, was gonna say possibly five. I think it's such good. a heavy hitter season. I mean, recently I watched the trailer. Mo wanted me to watch season four as well. I am gonna rewatch season four because we're gonna give you guys a fun little like recap on Patreon about it. Um, but I was too sick and I was like asleep and I, I took too many naps. I couldn't watch it. So, but I will be rewatching it because that is one of my favorite seasons. I rewatched the trailer recently and I was like, this is, this is amazing. That trailer with like Wendy Williams speaking over it. Too high. You're unhappy because Michael really don't love you. Her life is a mess. He was actually charged. Yes. With felony yes. Oh. Are you okay with what Michael did? Michael likes big butts. I cannot lie. You might want to help your husband. Karma is a bitch, honey. It's so, it's so good. good. There's so much of it. Like, I mean, I was rewatching the whole scene with um, the butter knife incident. Like, it was just, I was like, this is camp. Potomac is truly camp. Yeah. Like, it is so funny. It's laughing at itself. It's just like, like Ashley constantly getting kicked out of the house and coming back in. <laughs> like, I offered her a beverage. I offered her a beverage. I offered her a beverage. Out of my house. Don't, don't break your mama's table. Don't break your mama's table. Oh, we're going to be getting into that on Patreon. And that'll be our first little dive into like housewives, like of the past, housewives seasons of the past. So it'll be fun. Give us like, uh, we'll do like a little poll on Instagram of what, specific housewife seasons you guys would like us to do like a recap on on patreon because i think that could be really fun you know like we obviously like love going back and rewatching. so and you and you catch things and especially as time goes on you catch so many things like i remember i was re-watching season one of roni and i was like oh my god like i was just like the things that were happening back then are just insane. i need to go back and watch those because i i like i've said on this podcast a million times i'm an avid season like six through um 11 watcher so i'm like just sometimes 12 i've watched 12 maybe three or four times but like yeah i need to go back and watch the first three yeah no it's good no i love four i watch four a lot too four is so good four is so good so good um but anyways let's segue into a different topic so speaking of roni the alleged this is all alleged rumored cast for the new Roni reboot dropped today. So there's, it's all new faces, obviously. This is the reboot. So there's going to be a reboot and then there's going to be legacy. We will see how this pans out. I'm trying to keep an open mind with all of this. Obviously, I'm such a Roni stand that I just want my OG girls. Um, I had like um, the chills thinking about the re- the 
spinoff with Luann and Sonia. I was seeing like more stuff about it. And yeah, I was, they were like, gonna be, a talent I was like, this show is today. going to be, I was like, this is going to be the best housewife spinoff of all time. Like I'm saying it right now. Like, and I'm not calling like counting ultimate girls trip and housewife spinoff. I'm that's I, like, a, that's, that's, that's like, a that's like a, its own thing. I'm talking about like a housewife spinoff. Like it's like a new, a different kind of show. Okay. Like, and that is going to be, I, it's going to be better than any spinoff candy has ever put out. It's going to be better than any stop. I'm that sorry. Candy go skiing. Nothing, nothing will be candy go skiing. I, I'm sorry. There, candy has too many spinoffs. This is not be- escape. <laughs> not escape. You watched escape. Fuck no, I didn't watch Escape. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> no, not, oh, what was Portia spinoff? I did watch, I was the only person that watched Portia. You were Portia the spin-off. only viewer. You were no, the- but there, it got more viewers than um, a lot of shows. Okay. Okay, Miss Thing. Um, yeah, I watched some of that and I was like, I watched some of it and I was like, it was dark. Is, it was dark. It was it like was dark. I was like, this yeah. is too messy. It wasn't was what like, hot dog man either. involved with the Simon Gubadi of it all and her family and her, it was just all. It was icky and like it was icky. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like the last thing that Portia needed after coming off a season where she was disliked by a lot of the fans. I was like, the last thing you need is to go into this show where your family is this like messy and not a yeah. good messy. Not a good messy. It was it was really bad. Um, but let's get into this Roni casting tea. Okay, so potentially joining the new reboot of the Real Housewives of New York is Uba Hassan, Tiffany Reed, Sherman Laka. Orfe and Lizzie Savetsky and Cy De Silva. Wow, mouthful for like that. Lots, lots of names. Lots of names. Okay, is it Cy De Silva? Which one's the uh, blogger? The blogger, I believe, is. Um, She's the one that's Puerto Rican. Uh, where she is the yeah Cy De Silva. Okay, so yeah, she's a Puerto Rican, and my people, also your people, yep. um, our people, exci- girl. Our, our people, we see each other, excited to have an Afro-Latina up in the mix, and she is gorgeous, the looks are looking, I was, immediately went to her Instagram story, and I don't know where she lives in New York, but it looked like she had a motherfucking full-ass home, I believe she was in Brooklyn, we were talking. We have been manifesting this on the podcast. For- We've been manifesting because I will not have Joyce Hoist be the only Puerto Rican on <laughs> on Housewives. I'm like, I, that cannot be our legacy. We need another one. And this one looks like she is giving. Like, okay, I was also really one of the ones um, was rumored she was cast for Dallas. Season six. Lizzie Savetsky was the one that was cast for Dallas. So, and like, allegedly that. had some problematic things happen. Yeah, like she's a yeah. Zionist or yeah, something. She's a Zionist, isn't yeah, that? Not a Zionist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She had she doesn't something. fuck with Xenon from the Go- 21st century. Yeah, Google it. I don't know. There's something with her, and then there's Orfe. Okay, I just want to say I did not okay. know. I no, didn't. Hold on, let's pause. Let's pause before Mo can go on his apology to her. Okay, so this morning when the when this cast like allegedly leaked or whatever, Mo was like, "I don't need any old white ladies in here. I'm sick of that. If they wanted old white ladies, they should have just kept the original cast." And I was like, "Listen, no, I, if I said if they wait, wanted on, old no, white no, no, ladies, no, no, they should have kept our old white ladies with the new mix of ladies." Okay, okay, okay. okay. And so I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." 
I because this has been if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that Mo wants young, hot. I know I don't want like, young and hot. I, no, I you do. That is all of you've been preaching. I just no because I like I've said Lisa Barlow isn't young, but she's a perfect housewife to me. She is. She's in her fifth, almost fifty. No, she's not almost fifty. She's forty-eight. No, she's not. Yes, she is. There's no way. If okay, she- I lied. She's forty-seven. <laughs> she's forty-seven years old. Is she really? Yes, I looked up her age today. Lisa okay. Bartlett's forty. That yes, she's forty-seven years okay, old. That's, okay, okay. That's not like young and hot to me. I want like of that age, like you know, late thirties or like forties, fifties. I don't care about the age. I'm, it's just like the look and the appearance of that. Okay. I like I love Karen like, Huger and she's a lady of a certain age. I love a woman of a certain age, but Mo has been leaning, Mo has been preaching more about the young hot, like Kristen Takemans of it all. Okay. I want like an older, affluent, like woman, you know, any background, but I just want them a little bit older. Like, you know, I like the older, like they, they just, I feel like they don't care about social media presence as much as the younger ones. You know, I feel like they're just a little bit more unhinged. I feel like I, li- I get a little bit more crazy with those ones. And yeah, so I like that there's a little bit of a mix of old and, you know, older, but it just, so this Orfe woman was apparently in Legally Blonde, the musical, which if you listen to this podcast weekly, you know that most things that like, what's I'm obsessed. Okay, listen. So he changed I... his tune real quick. I did not know. So I'm like looking through and I'm like, this lady looked familiar. So then they're like actress or whatever. And I'm like, what? So, okay. Me and my sister watched Legally Blonde the musical every fucking day. I'm talking, look, I'm not exaggerating. We watched it every day for at least like a year. We would come home from school and it would be our thing. We'd watch it and we had it like recorded on tape and we'd on DVD and we'd watch it. MTV did like a version of it. And then we saw it live in Cleveland like twice. And then I saw it in New York. I've seen it live so many times. It's my favorite musical. And she originated the role of Paulette. And she is so fucking good in that musical. I mean, it's just like a dream role. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know how she makes sense to me as a housewife, but like, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. The cast, like, looks intriguing like i'm definitely interested. wait have you ever seen legally bond musical um no have you ever heard the soundtrack uh only from your lips oh you know, <laughs> you know like the, oh my god oh my god you guys but like yeah i've heard yeah, like, like the yeah, paulette she has a great song called ireland where she's not like but you left me for some slut named kayla but he jumped me for some slut named kayla took my trailer and took my dog took my trailer and took my dog and that's like the scene where she's like i'm taking the dog dumbass okay yeah i got yeah, that she says that in, like, legally blonde like, really. legally blonde but she's like obviously the jennifer coolidge yeah and okay. she plays the role completely different but it's like she makes it her own and she i don't she should have gotten a fucking tony for it but i mean i don't know how she, she makes sense with like the young puerto rican blogger but i'm here for it bitch hey i'm like you know give it to okay, me another like, thing is they said that they like exclusively wanted all of these women to know each other or be friends correct yes not one of these women follows each other really Yes, and multiple pages have done the research. Not one of these women follow each other. Sigh. Sigh. And also another page that's very reputable on casting said that this is 99.9% right. Really? Yes. So I'm guessing there's one more added to the mix. 
I also saw that Bryce Sanders from Entertainment Tonight tweeted that like nothing is for sure. It was like kind of like a Dave Quinn esque tweet, but instead of like how Dave Quinn is like none of what you've heard is true, it was more of like this is all still rumors. So it's like Bryce Sanders, like the poor man Dave Quinn. No, I like Bryce. I know, but like I feel like Dave Quinn gets more of the exclusive. Yeah, no, I mean I agree, but like Bryce is like I don't know. I like Bryce. Sure, I like entertainment tonight. Um, I I've been watching entertainment tonight since I was like five. Oh no, girl, I'm an e girl. I was watching Miss Juliana Rancic. Oh no, I was with a Miss Mary Jo Hart. No, like, I never. I've never been watching entertainment tonight. Actually, oh, I used to like. Oh, girl, every night, and the way that the the way that entertainment tonight is obsessed with like Donny Osmond, the whole Osmond family. That's so like, weird. Has, <laughs> like entertainment tonight is like obsessed with like certain celebrities, and like me and my sister have always talked about that because we're like they are just like literally the gag for them. Like and it's like and it's the Osmonds and it's like somebody else, but whatever. Story for another day. But I love me some entertainment tonight. Yeah, I was like an E News girl my whole life. Like I was watching E News at like thirteen. Like what? I had no business like being up all night watching, uh, fucking Juliana before Ryan even came in. It was like, yeah, see, I didn't have cable, so I just had Channel Three. I had Channel Three, Channel Four, Channel Five. You know, you basics. know the basics. The basics. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, my dad was like, we are not having cable, and then my mom would always be like. Because my dad was like, it will rot your brain. And then my mom was like, we don't have cable because your dad will only watch baseball and he never get off of the couch. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, so it's like all dad's fault. Like that's the it's, whole it's ba- You could blame him. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I'm if that other 1%. The, the only way I'll be even more excited is if that other 1% is Julia Fox. Yeah, I agree. I would literally come in my pants. I'd be so happy. Like that'd be the perfect casting news. And also I'm, Liam McSweeney. I'm just like waiting for girl. Bye. <laughs> if they bring them on as a package. That's a seven housewives. That'd be a fucking cast. Come on now. That's Think not of a seven housewives. That's eight. Okay. Well, I'd like to that's see too it. Big. That's too many girls to get to know. We already know Leo. We don't have to get to know her. Okay. I don't want no. Sorry. That we'll see how Thailand works out, but I don't know. It's it's not looking good for Miss McSweetie right now. So I don't, know. I don't. We'll see. Okay, it's all hearsay. She did post an adorable birthday message to Tinsley today, though. Her her housewife's career is looking like the elephant dung that she apparently threw, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, very that. It's looking dead. It's looking dead. But anyways, that's the Roni. That's the latest Roni tea, and then we're still waiting on Legacy tea. I'm over. I'm sick of waiting on Legacy tea. I'm sick of waiting on like, what, (laughs) like what casting do you have to do? It's right there. What do you mean? Like, it's like the synopsis of the show or the plot of the show is to do the old, like the legacy. There's only like six or seven that you can pick from. Like pick those. I literally don't know. And I'm like, it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's whatever. Like, honestly, at this point, um, they're just waiting for Lou and Sonya to be done with the, with the spinoff. That's it. How long is that fucking spinoff? I feel like it's been going on for a minute. I thought it was going to be like two weeks. Maybe. I don't know, but I also don't want it to be a Peacock show. So whatever. We've said this a million times. I do not want it on fucking Peacock. I don't mind. I love Peacock, but like I want it to be on Bravo and I want it to be fucking a lot of episodes. You're talking about Legacy, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Legacy. I thought you were talking about the 
Sonya thing. And I was like, um, oh no, that's going to be on Peacock. I'm, that's that needs to be on Peacock. I can't do fucking 20 episodes of Sonya on the way. I love them to death, but I think I'm good with a solid eight. <laughs> but, yeah. Seven to eight, I'm good with. Seven to eight. Um, anyways, that is the Roni T. So now let's get into what everyone's been talking about is the Real Houses of New Jersey. Apparently, we have a season on our hands. Okay, so everyone knows we just saw Teresa Judice get married to Luis Ruelas. Ruelas, uh, however you spell his <laughs> pronounce his last name. <laughs> but they just got married. And notably absent from the wedding was Melissa and Joe Gorga. So apparently some shit went down at the finale of the Real Houses of New Jersey. And it's giving season four. It's giving season three. It's giving that kind of tease. And you know what? If it's that, I'm very here for it. Apparently there's a lot of shifting alliances. What the tea is, is that Margaret Josephs was going to bring on her friend but then decided that she didn't want to bring on her friend and her friend found out about that and was like, fuck you. And then was like, I'm going to spill the tea about Melissa Gorga, which the tea apparently was that Margaret and Melissa went to some party and then Margaret like opened up the door of this car and like caught Melissa, like full on like tongue (laughs) down this guy's throat. That's like hot. hot. (laughs) The guy is hot. Hot. What's his name? Uh, Vinny. Yeah, I was like something Italian. Something Italian. But he yeah, full on Guido looks like something like JWoww would go for, to be honest. Yeah, like, no, he looks really hot though. Like like JWoww now, like how she is she still with that younger man? Yeah. Yeah, like him. He looks he, like, he yeah. looks like him. Yeah. Not a Roger. Like not a Roger. No, <laughs> no, no. Not a Roger or what was her ex-husband's name? Do you that was so dark. That was really dark. You remember when um it wasn't her ex-husband. It was her ex-boyfriend, um, Tom. Tom. And he, like, and he locked her dogs in the house. Yeah, but Roger's the one that was caught, like, wasn't he caught, like, abusing her on camera? Like, on one of the... Um, that, was, that was also dark. The ring light. Yeah, Roger, it's dark. Uh, Jay Wall's been through some shit, man. Yeah. I love her, though. I do, I, I do love her. Um, but, yeah, so apparently Melissa was... Rumor is, allegedly, Melissa was making out with this guy, and... This woman went to who who do you think would spill all this tea? It's gonna be Jennifer Aiden. So she went to Jennifer Aiden and she was like, Bitch, I got this tea on Melissa Gorga. Let me on this show. And spilled all this tea. And apparently it was just one of again, Did I she, think so. She filmed this woman. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, the big also tea is that apparently um Jackie and Melissa are not friends. Yeah, that's the uh, and that um Jackie has been taking tree side. Yeah, which is just like so. I mean, it's very to me screams of I wanted my uh, hand hand on my hip back, so I needed to Not my hand on my hip back. <laughs> you know, that's like they've done it. Jersey has had the hand on the hip every single season, and we're we're all doing the hand. If, on the if hips. You got to do Teresa's little like. We're do- okay. If you guys could see us, we should. If we yeah, ever release some video, we're hand on hipping. Um, but also it's like Melissa and Marge on the outs. I don't know because they were all just like together. So how is Melissa going to have friends on this show? I don't know. And um, I just saw basically, guys, a lot of Jersey shit has come out. Yeah, because all the none of the newbies, I believe, fuck with Melissa. Yeah. And the 
Okay, so I guess Jennifer Aiden, the woman went to Jennifer Aiden. Jennifer Aiden told newbie Danielle, and Danielle's the one that let it Danielle all out. seems to be a messy, messy bitch, and I'm here for her. I'm here for it. I, I just followed her on Instagram. I really like her energy from like her Instagram stories and everything like that. I think she's going to be a fantastic addition. I think there, she's uh, what Jersey needed. I think Jer- Jersey again is getting casting right. Jersey has been getting casting right for the past few years. What um, do you mean they haven't cast for the past four f- years? I mean, like the past. <laughs> they they cast it four years ago okay, and kept it. The casting for the past few years, it's been the same. That's what I mean. The cast. I don't think that the casting's been right the past few years. I think they've needed to add. No, I'm saying there. like that cast is a good cast. It's like, a good they, cast, yeah. It's like, yeah, they haven't gotten the formula wrong. wrong but they needed to add a new blood, but it has nothing yeah. to do with the cast. Like, the cast is good. Yeah, the it's cast like, is great. It's just very much like... I thought you meant casting as, like, a verb. Like, I'm casting you. Like, for they haven't cast No, anyone. I'm saying, like, the casting for the past few years. Like, grammatically, I'm saying, like, as if it's, like, the casting... Pr- <laughs> I, know, I, was just, I, feel like, I feel like what's that? What's that clip? Is like no. I feel like right now, like uh, fucking peppermint. I'm like instead of fashion, I'm saying the casting, the casting, casting, but casting. But it's it's casting. No, but I'm it's talking. Also, it's it's casting. It's casting. it's casting. No, I'm talking about the casting for the cast of the past few years. Okay, great. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, and I think it's been, you know, the cast has been great. It's like kind of like eating your favorite meal, but I've been, but you know, just when you eat your favorite meal seven days in a row, you kind of get sick of it, but it has nothing to do with the meal. The meal is fantastic, but I'm just a little bit, give me something else. Give me some like, listen, I think this season of Jersey is going to be good. I'm really, I'm here for it. I I feel like I'm the only person ever that's like team Melissa. Someone yeah. tweeted and was like, for like, as everyone's saying that Melissa is such an irrelevant housewife, it's the, she's the only person anyone has talked about all week. So it's like housewives Twitter won't shut off about her, but she's like so irrelevant, right? So there's this um, Demois post that came out today, apparently. Because, um, well, before I get into that, the Gorgas didn't show up to the wedding because of all this. The wedding looked amazing. To be honest, like Ion was there from Jer- uh, from Dubai. Um, the Jersey wives were there. Phaedra Parks was there. Kenya, Cynthia, Dorinda, Jill. Like it was like a house. It was BravoCon 2.0. Okay? I mean, there's so many like Phaedra to me is so confusing. How and why was Phaedra there? I have no idea. And Phaedra was wearing that yellow Tiffany diamond. What what diamond? The the diamond that only like four people have worn. The what? the one that Beyonce just like did for Tiffany. How the fuck was she wearing that? I have no idea, but she was wearing it. Well, we'll go off Queen and she was wearing a beautiful Versace <laughs> gown. It was like I was like, girl, how'd you get that? Yeah, I don't know how Phaedra got that diamond, but I was living. She looked great. She looked amazing. She looked so good. Okay, you want to know who? Uh, we let's talk fashion from Teresa's wedding. Obviously, Teresa was just ridiculous. It looked a mess. Tree, like I honestly don't hate it. Honestly, I wouldn't want her in anything else. I, I, honestly, I wish it was a little was- more polished. Okay, I get the camp of the hair. The hair was fine. It was so campy. It was like it's gonna go down and like hit pop culture history. I get it. That's fine. But the dress and the gloves are so cheap looking. <laughs> 
Like, how you get eaten up at your own wedding by Marge? Because Marge ate her the fuck up. Marge, Marge, good. Marge, Marge looked look good as fuck. Marge was eating them bitches up. She looked so good with her hair. looked amazing. The dress was giving. Oh, she Ashley really Darby good. was there. What was Ashley Darby doing there? Uh, Ashley Darby get there now. <laughs> it's like Alexia, Alexia looked Alexia. fucking incredible. Alexia looked amazing. It was just like. I mean, Alexia could like literally take a garbage bag. We'll like, this should oh. go into the fucking history books. It needs to be in every fucking pop culture, like related, everything. It's a history. There was that so many is- people there that like nobody even cared about Melissa and Joe. No. Lonnie Love was there. Lonnie Love, my favorite picture. I want to hang it. I want to print it out. I want to hang it in my house. Is the picture. <laughs> the selfie that she has with just tears in her eyes as as uh, Teresa's walking down the aisle. <laughs> it is so funny. Have you seen that picture? I, of course I have. It's so funny. I like, I'm like, I live for this. This is like hilarious. I'm going to like post that at every wedding that I'm at. I'm going to be like, this is me when my friend was walking down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for Teresa. I hope this doesn't blow up in her face. I mean, I do too. I'm like, wishing I don't know. The best. It's, it's giving me, if everybody's saying you're dead, it's time to lie down. Like I posted on Instagram to me, Dina Manzo is one of the most, level-headed housewives of all time and for that was like Teresa's sister best friend for decades before the show decades after and she chose to drop last minute that me that says a lot and I don't think it was those cameras I'm hoping it was because of cameras but I I don't think it was was. she knew the cameras were going to be there from the fucking second she knew Teresa Judice was getting married and yes I still like saying Judice I like St. Judice better, too. Me, too. It just sounds so much more Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. Her daughters are on um, her honeymoon with her. Okay, that's doing too much. It's a lot. That's a lot. I loved how Joe was like, (laughs) I wish them the best, but I just feel bad for Luis to have to deal with the Gorgas. And then... It is kind of true, though, I will say, because people were always like, Joe Judice was the problem. Joe Judice was the problem. Joe Judice was the problem. And Joe Judice is, like, far removed from the situation now. And there's still plenty of issues. No, so. the problem was always Teresa. To me, the problem will always be. And I don't understand why Melissa and Joe get so much hate when Teresa is the one that started the problem. The problem will always be the fact that they joined the show. But she won't realize the fact that the show wouldn't be what the show is if it wasn't for the family drama. It's, in seasons two and three. I think there's a little three bit of four. people. E- I think it's a little equally guilty on both parts. I think no, they that totally just- joined the show behind her back. That's fine. There's no denying that. But also she needs to realize that the show wouldn't be what it what it, what it was, what it is without them. Jersey, the, wow. the Jersey really popped off when that season three, four happened. When Melissa joined and all the shit went down, the christening, then you had Caroline in it, that whole mess with Jacqueline, all of it tied together. You had Kathy Wakili come on the show. That's when Jersey became Jersey. Uh, and it wouldn't be what it is if Melissa and Joe didn't join. So all the hate that people get, Melissa's so irrelevant, this, that, and the fourth. Like, well, th- you wouldn't be really probably watching Jersey today. It'd be a whole different show. Now that. And they would have started casting a lot more like duds. And it would have been a lot of one season wonders. And it would not have been the same cast that it is today. Mark my words. You heard it here first, as Caroline Manzo said. Season three through five. That's history, baby. That is history, baby. That and, they should be studying that at school. And yeah, and who was part of that history? Melissa Guaga. 
okay, like whatever. But the the, the Gorgas are still both narcissists too. So like sure. they're like like it's definitely a mix of the both. But um, anyways, this Demois article came out today, uh, or this Demois post um, that says basically. Housewife war. The OG was gone. She was leaving, starting a podcast and shopping for a spinoff, any network, but she was done. Wanted to leave the drama behind before more lies and some truths came out about her new love. This, okay. One, this, <laughs> this new mob post sounds like a fucking Dr. Seuss nursery rhyme. Yeah, and then the two, wannabe OG, the OG. And then two, it also is, sounds like, Teresa wrote it herself. So it is kind of funny, but it's like the wannabe OG was super happy, kept giving backhanded interviews saying the OG was done phoning it in and needed to hang up her hat. Then wannabe OG was told if OG goes, there's no place for her anymore. She panicked. So what better way to ensure her spot, create drama, overreact, make a big scene and statement while it backfired. Now OG is pissed. It's war. She will never film with her again ever. And people are taking the OG side. But the best part, OG's wedding was more spectacular than the network could have dreamed in terms of interest, attendance, and buzz. Like her, hate her, she's great TV. People want to see what she will do next. So OG, how is she finally getting her revenge 13 years later? She will only come back if wannabe OG and her husband are out. And who do we think the network will choose? Ultimatums were issued, explains why two other cast members have kind of jumped ship, and they were the bread will be butter, and know where the bread will be buttered. Okay, to me, to me, the bread will be buttered. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what it means. You know, um, they know where they know where their place is on the show, and they know they're only going to stay on the show if <laughs> Tree stays. I don't think this ultimatum should be a thing at all because, to me, if Teresa wants happiness, Teresa wants to stay with that man. She needs to leave the show. They're going to continue to come after her relationship. They might be at peace for another season. Those girls are going to turn on her. Everybody's going to come for her. She's the top dog. She can't stay happy, and she doesn't do well when she's happy on the show it's just it's boring she yeah. doesn't know how to play ball to me melissa will play ball with newbies and be messier better and if it, Teresa says it's going to be everybody kissing the ring until they turn on her and i just don't think that's enjoyable television i don't i i don't see melissa without tree i don't see her thriving at I all i don't see tree thri thriving without melissa i she did for two seasons before because of who? Because of Caroline, Danielle Staub, Dina Manzo. Because and of she that, will do it with another cast. She will do it with another There's, cast. No, Listen, because she's I'm not, not on Tree's side. I'm not on Tree's side for too many years. No. The same cast has been kissing her ass. These newbies are kissing her ass because at that point in season one and two, Teresa was a nobody. She was not the OG. She was not the queen of the show. Now she is. Like it just won't work to me. It will not work to you. To anybody, no, to you. Okay, listen, I'm not on Tree's side, but I'm not if delusional. Listen, you know what Lisa Renna said? If you're gonna talk like that to me in my fucking house, you can get out. I'm gonna close this Zoom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I am not in your home. You are my. Are. I'm the host here on this Zoom, so just let that be made clear. But Melissa could not thrive. Melissa could not. Thrive. Listen, I'm not on necessarily either or side, and I'm not even Team Tree really. But what I'm saying is that. Like Tree, New Jersey, Tree can do New Jersey without Melissa. Melissa can't do New Jersey without Tree. I don't think so. And listen, I think that we, let's end this here. We have to wait till the season comes out. I just feel like we have to watch it because at this point, it's all speculation. It's all blogs and it's all hearsay. And we'll get into it more once Jersey comes out. 
It's going to be good. It's going to be, I have a feeling this is going to be a really fucking good Jersey season. So, and we will be covering it here on It's About Bravo. But anyways, that is. That's my opinion! Now let's get into our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. It's a very short book. We're not alone. There's other people here, including my friends, who are totally freaking out and texting me. What the f- is going on? I'm totally mortified right now. Do what? We maybe you'll do what? What will you do? Maybe I'll tell maybe them. Maybe I'll do what? what? That we treated Garcelle okay. about the um, whole analysis. Hold on. Why is it your f-ing problem and, and not Garcelle's? Why is it your f-ing problem? First of all, first of all, the I should have said it earlier. What made you do that? That's the answer I want. Because when I get it, I will let it the f-ing go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Sorry, yeah. Chin. If you're gonna make me do this across the f-ing table, I'll do it. All right, let's get into this episode of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think that this is my favorite episode of the entire fucking season. Like, I was laughing, I cried laughing, I actually cried too like it was just all so good it gave me everything that i wanted to give me the drama give me the last to give me the tears it gave me everything let's get into it this episode opens up with pk and his teeth pk and his teeth i mean we get introduced to the the fucking line of the episode the name of this charity i when I had, I, I literally gasped. had to pause it and be like, I gasped. I looked around because I watched the I watched the episodes now on the subway usually because I'm so busy with work. Um, so I watched and I literally paused and looked around the subway as if everyone was watching with me. And I was like, Did this bitch just say homeless, not toothless? <laughs> There's no fucking way she just said homeless, not toothless. You gotta be fucking kidding and me. And it's just so. And Sharon funny. Stone started it. It's so funny coming from like because she's so like serious about it like so she's like this amazing charity homeless not toothless and it means so much to me like that is so fucking funny and then this is the shit that i love about beverly hills is she's like and i was neighbors with sharon stone at the time and she came over my house and knocked on my door and was like do you want to be a part of this charity and i was like yes like that is the shit of like when they like say stuff like that and it's like this like a-list celebrity and they're just like or like later in the episode like pk was like i was having dinner with lionel richie and john legend and i had too much to drink and got pulled over i like love that shit as if it's like my dad going to like the dive bar with his friends like and then coming home you know like it my dad would never but (laughs) 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 not my christian holy father going to the dive bar but you know what i mean like you know just like your neighborhood like suburbia yeah and they make it they're like yeah elton john like they make it casual they're like yeah i casually was i casually was living next to sharon stone and she casually told me let's join this fucking charity to give teeth to homeless people (laughs) so fucking i thought i incredible (laughs) homeless not toothless please toothless as someone who's had their teeth done that it's painful, and I would love a new smile from Doctor What's His Face, like Doctor Saleh. Doctor Saleh, come do the rest of my veneers. <laughs> do you get your teeth done? Yeah, I have veneers. You do? Yeah. Uh, the just the top, just the top. 
Just the top. Uh, a, a lot of people notice. How how much was that? A lot. <laughs> a lot like a, a, how how much? Like uh, 2K per tooth? Over 2K oh. per tooth? Oh my God. Yeah. How'd I got to tell when I was 18. How'd you pay for that, girl? Where I was sucking dick for my... Like, real- <laughs> <laughs> I was 18 years old. I was a child. I wasn't doing those nasty, devilish things. Lies. Lies, Fidelity, lies. <laughs> I'm, I, my family paid for it. I think like, I had... I, it was a gift. Oh, wow. I wish I had that gift. Yeah. Um, I honestly like I forget about it because I'm 30. Obviously, I've had it since I was 18. So I've had it for like over 12 years. Um, and every like people will bring it up to me randomly, like when I start a new job, or like I saw I was out, out at the bar the night with friends, and uh my friend's friend came, this guy who I never met, and he was like, you, Are your teeth fake? And I was like, Huh? And then he's like, Do you have your teeth done? And I was like, Yeah, I do. And he was like, Oh, you have a really nice smile. I just they look really perfect. And I was like, Yeah, I, I don't know. People like clock me sometimes, but yes, I have a mouth full of veneers, guys. And I was not homeless, nor was I toothless. So what happens if we took your veneers out? I would have little baby carrot teeth. Ew. <laughs> it's gross. I probably need to get- homeless, not toothless. <laughs> Homeless, I would be homeless, not toothless. Also, on Watch It Happens Live, Kathy thought it was homeless and toothless. <laughs> well, actually, you'd be toothless, not homeless. I'd be toothless, not homeless. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but that th- this whole I was screaming. This was everything. Um, then we get into this Sutton scene. Here's that little gay again. <laughs> little guy. Little gay. Little gay. Um and Crystal and Sutton have a little scene together. This was very like I feel very much like Sutton right now. Like when she was like, apparently I have to hire people. Do you want to work for me? I was like, I like that is literally me. Like I pay, I pay in commission, and then they did like the birds, and then the store just being completely empty, and Crystal being like. (laughs) <laughs> there's nobody here <laughs> i'm like why is that literally me like literally me trying to recruit people like, i'll go work like, for a son like son's track how much are you paying commission i work in on, in fashion on commission i will make it probably kill it to be honest with you i'd, I'd fucking destroy it yeah so I, I could sell teeth to a tooth fooled person okay period <laughs> <laughs> But they talk about the Rinna drama and what happened at Rinna's house and how, you know, Sutton. Also, this scene with Rinna and Crystal being um, cut or being like a flashback. Yeah. I was like, huh. And Diana was there too. It's weird what they choose to be flashbacks and what they don't choose to be flashbacks, you know? It is because I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. But Sutton informs Crystal that like the girls are talking about her and it doesn't necessarily sound like it's coming out of concern. It sounds more coming like it's coming from a judgmental place. Like, why isn't she getting help? Like, what the heck? You like, you know, not like, oh, she should get help. Like, it's like a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that the girls came off judgmental at all. I think the girls came off confused as to why she's posting about it on Instagram, why she's, you know, telling them about it, but not getting help. Um, which I mean, like, uh, Crystal said, she's been dealing with her whole life. Like maybe she's just go be like, Oh yeah, if I get help, it'll be done next week. Like people with like disorders or addictions, like you don't just fucking clap, snap your fingers and it's gone. Like she was saying, but I do think that the girls, I don't know, but I do feel where they move again along as a story. Um, I do feel like 
Beverly Hills is one of the franchises that they are aware that they need to make a good show. They are aware that they need to make something entertaining. They don't necessarily want to be the one hung on the cross. They exactly. Will, they, That's they, why they, they need they like, like a they like scan the fucking room. And as much as I don't think this housewife wants to admit it, and as much as I don't think her fans want to admit it, Garcelle is one of the guiltiest ones when it comes to that. Yeah. I think that I listen, and I love Garcelle for it, but Garcelle looks for the problems and everybody else. And we haven't had like a really like a Garcelle centered storyline. We've had a very much a Garcelle talking about what's going on. Yeah, because she's good at her job and she does what Kyle does. Like I was saying, I was saying her and Kyle do the exact same thing in different fonts. Yeah, but then Garcelle loves to point the finger. Like, now why is Kyle bringing this up in the middle of dinner when later on when uh, Sutton told her she doesn't want to talk about it here? Because Kyle's moving the story along because this episode showed me what I've been saying all season. This show will not be successful without Kyle Richards. Yeah, Kyle Richards was gone for COVID and you felt the presence the last episode that she was gone. She came back this week and did not skip a beat with being messy. She was like, I'm going to fucking, uh, I'm going to drop a bomb. I'm going to throw a nuke. I'm going to start a war. Erica, was it Rena said, get the <laughs> out of my house? Yeah, she did. So you're saying Rena told Sutton to get the out of her house. house. Did Sutton leave? No! But Rena said, oh no, I didn't say that. I said, maybe you should leave. Oh no! And neither did her husband. Her husband was being messy as fuck. He was being messy as fuck too. Living for the drama. He was like, "Yeah, right on. I wasn't there, but I'm sure you said fuck you." (laughs) That was so so funny. Okay, we got to talk about that later because that whole scene was the one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I know it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, I have this in my notes that Garcelle and Kyle do the exact same thing. And I think that the reason there's tension between them is because like they each get annoyed with what the other person's doing, but they are doing the exact same thing. Like yeah. they're doing the exact same thing. It's just a different font. And people don't want to admit that about Garcelle. And it's like, I, hey, I'm not mad at her for it. Well, but because like, Garcelle does it in the way of like, I just want her to be real. And I want her to like say what she has to say because she told me it. And I want her to like, and then Kyle does it in a way of like, well, I just want everyone to be okay. You know, I just yeah. I want you, if you have a problem with her, then you should say it so we can all be okay. That's and then Gar- Garcelle is more like, no, I want you to speak the truth. If you told me that, then you should be able to say it to everybody else. Right. And Kyle's is a little more phony, where Kyle's is like, let's just all be okay. No, Kyle, you want mess. No. We want mess, too. T. Yes. Um, (laughs) This Asher playing the piano scene was a jump scare. Like a a jump scare. It was giving me glee throwback. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, It was giving very much Sue Sylvester watching... Uh, One of my favorite things is when Asher doesn't know I'm in the house and I walk on the stand and I see Asher playing. He doesn't know I'm in the house. (laughs) I was like, what? He doesn't know you're in the house. The full camera crew's there. Go like, she's going to ask no, that on the you know, in the house. If you guys can't see, we're licking our lips right we're now. We're licking our lips, guys. Um, <laughs> he wanted me to trap a baby again. I don't want to trap a baby. I was <laughs> like, I was like, that boy is gay. And I do believe that. Like, I, I was like, like it. it is like a hundred. He's like, I like, really can't wait for us to try for the baby again. I don't want to fuck you at all. But like, I really want like, that baby. She's like, 
Asher has always been very, you know, extroverted and was in Broadway and it's like flashing all these pictures of him. And I was like, look at that when, little gay boy. When they showed those pictures of them, I was like, now what is Leslie Jordan as a child doing on Oscar? And that's a little freaking homosexual. Come on, girl. Get, get. You can't, yeah, you can't read those. Yeah, on, girl. Get, get. <laughs> that is one of the gayest men I've ever I, seen. Okay, okay you guys. know what I did? I had a... um. I had a moment of like a premonition. I was like, what if this happens? Cause I would be gagged if at the reunion, Andy asked her like, what do you, what do you think about all these rumors about Asha? And she's like, well, Asha is home uh, bisexual. He's openly bisexual. <laughs> I would scream. I would scream. I would scream. Guys, next week, um, I'm going to be in New York with Mo. And I think the entire night we're just going to be going like, girl, get, get, you can't look at those. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be a time you're gonna get so many, so much content. We're like, oh, yeah. we're gonna load you up because we're also gonna be with Maddie, friend of the show. It's, it's gonna be a time, be fun. it's gonna be a key. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl, get, get. Um, so then we get this Kyle and Erica scene. Uh, Erica's talking this about was the fun. Day. Yeah, this was, I was, I was like smiling. I was just giggling. I was like, oh, these are they're genuine friends. I thought, yeah, I felt like I was sitting there kicking with them. And I don't, I feel like we've never gotten a scene like this. And all the time they've been on together where they were just like to both of them alone, genuinely yeah. being like, you know, Kiki. spilling yeah. tea. Um, like she was like, I'm gonna dick. He's he's older. And Tom, she's like, like Tom older. <laughs> He's like, no. And also it felt like a genuine catch up because like Kyle said I had COVID for so long and I didn't see you. Yeah. So and let's, she was like, let's fill me. She's like, fill me in, girl. Um, and you could tell in Kyle's face, Kyle was so fucking mad that she got COVID and missed like multiple days of filming. Like, yeah. She's like, I fucking love the story. That's when all those rumors, Kyle's not coming back next. Day. I'm like, Kyle would fucking die. She wants to be back so bad. She, she knows wants to she be does. back. So I I do see where Kyle and I mean probably this season when everyone like got mad at her about laughing about Erica cussing out Garcelle's son where Carce- like Kyle's probably like, listen, there's, I could have one slip up and the, and my entire career could be tarnished. Do I just jump now? Like she's yeah. like, I want to be in Halloween 27. Like, I like, what, 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 what are we going to do if I get canceled? It's the last movie. Uh- Girl, you know it's not gonna be last. It's not my last fucking movie. <laughs> They're gonna be in five years talking about Halloween Resurrects for the fourth time, part three, ten times two. They're like, they're like evil dies in twenty seven years. <laughs> it's gonna be Portia. <laughs> like, do you know the daughter of Lindsay? What's her character's name? Lindsay Grant, isn't it? Um, it's. I think it's Lindsay, yeah. But yeah. like someone posted that clip on that scene on Twitter from her in that movie, and that scene is just so funny. And she's I, like, he's like, ah, run. It's <laughs> <No." laughs> so, so funny. And she's like, she's like hey, what are you guys doing out here? And she's like, Yeah, we saw some guy in a creepy mask. And she's like, ah, ah. I'm like, Kyle, please, girl. <laughs> Kai was acting for that Oscar. She wanted the best supporting actress nomination. She should have gotten it. She probably should have. It was camp. It did that. It was. Um, Kyle brings up how Garcelle has been bringing up Erica's drinking, and this is what I mean by like Garcelle is the Garcelle and Erica are not close. 
So it's not like she is doing this out of like this place of concern. Like Garcelle is doing this for a storyline. I, I think people just need to understand that, that Garcelle is 100% honing in on Erica, just like she honed in on Erica last season about the time of it all. She's honing in now about the drinking because she knows that that's another storyline that can be pushed. Like, yeah, and I'm not smart. saying I'm not I'm saying not, let up on her. I'm saying Garcelle, go. Garcelle, not, you do it. Yeah, it. I'm not. But I'm saying that is the reason. Yeah, for and sure. I she can wants the storyline. And, and I can she, understand Erica being frustrated with her and being like, girl, what the fuck? Like, come, yeah. Like, also, I think that, like I said before, Garcelle is getting Erica back for her role in the Denise stuff. I feel like she, that she had her number then, and then she had her number with the Tom stuff, and they just don't, they can go at it all they want. I'm here for it for TV, and I'm here for Kyle being messy and being like, yeah, well, Garcelle, you know. And we'll yeah. see it next episode when Erica's like, do you think I have a drinking problem? She's like, well, you told everyone I did. And, and, no, and then Erica, Erica said this, but you were the one that pushed it, which is like her pretty much being like, you're trying to push a storyline, bitch. Like, I, I, I see you. She did that wink, like, but you're the one pushing it. Yeah. And then she's like, you're trying to make me look bad. And she's like, I don't need to make you look bad. You're doing that on your own, which like half true, but like half true, but also a read, it. a read. Yeah. Um, but I'm laughing at the charity name was so funny. Them literally laughing because they know that they're laughing at Dorit, who's their friend. Yeah, she's like, like, she's like shut can up. She's like, can I please send a check? Like, I don't yeah. want to show up. <laughs> Homeless, not toothless. I mean, I want that on a crew neck. I don't know. I want that. I don't know if that's politically correct, but I don't care. I want it on merch. I literally do not care. I want that on merch. And I, I hope that they come out with merch for the charity and I hope it goes to Homeless, not toothless. I will buy, you know what? I will buy a fucking crew neck i'll get it etched on there i'll i'll have somebody do it and the i i will double the money that i pay for that crew neck and i'll donate it to homeless not toothless how about that perfect and you get me one too and i'll do it the same okay period <laughs> we we here have pledged to donate to homeless not toothless as long as i get some merch to wrap as it, long as i, get I don't merch. want the yours mine and ours license plate or the wind chime i want the homeless not toothless merch could you imagine it's true they were like showed like the homeless not so chic so she amazing, amazing. Oh. Give that man teeth. Lovely. Whoa, whoa, he has teeth. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so speaking of homeless, not toothless, it's time for Dorit's black and gold party. Um, they they do always really have like fun guests, and I was I was cackling, I was cackling at that clip from season seven where she's like. I have really bad water damage. And it's like this black tarp. And then like the black tarp drops and it's boy George. Culture club. <laughs> I just died. No one believed her with the damage, right? They all knew there was something. Yeah, they all knew there was something behind it. That's so funny. And, that, and like, it's, it, it's just like hilarious. I love that clip where it's like, um, when my friend Christy, um, Christy got boy George, she got PK to say happy birthday to me, which, ended up being like a two for one because boy George popped into it and was like, happy birthday. And it was like the best birthday gift I've ever gotten. But I was like screaming. And then she posted that clip of PK and boy George. And then she posted the clip from season seven where it's like, she was like, this is probably Zach right now. And it was Kyle in her confessional. She's like, "Ah, I'm like friends with boy George. Hi, George. Hi, George. (laughs) I was like, that's so me. Um, But anyways, Bitch, I 
had a moment during this episode that just was so Housewives canon. It was so Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's kind of like when you're at a Marvel movie, you're watching fucking The Avengers and out comes this comic book character from years, movies ago. And you're like, oh, bitch, that person. We got Dwight, the person who pushed Ken Todd in the pool. And that clip... That clip, that was a jump scare if I ever did see A jump scare. He got fully submerged. That was submerged. I thought he was going to die. I thought he was going to die. I was like, oh my God. Also, they were like, they were being so funny when they're like, oh, you came back into the folds of Dorit and PK. Did you buy a? It was finally. Also, going from that clip to Dorit's confession, where she's like, safe to say, they're not friends with them anymore. (laughs) I was like, girl, shade. Shade. No, but it was just like one of those like moments that it's just like a callback and it's just like, this is Housewives canon. This is all and the Housewives. fact that Kathy brought him in. Also, Kathy just coming in there being completely Kathy when she looks at the table and goes, oh, Diane's coming. And Doris like, it's Diana. And she's like, mm, love the font. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy was so Kathy tonight. In the so best Kathy. way. I mean, we're not, let's not even get into the Watch Happens Live where she called Lizzo precious. I was like, Kathy, Kathy Hilton. I, I, I know it's it's, but it's one of those things where it's like everyone's gonna forgive that. I mean, everyone already has. We're all just like cackling at it because it's like just just this old lady, and she's just like she's done this kind of behavior numerous times, and it's kind of like harmless. It's like stupid, but like it's Kathy, girl. It's Kathy. It's big Kath, not big Kath. It's Kath. <laughs> Not big yet. <laughs> but um, let's get into um, more Kathy. <laughs> she was like, when they're talking about the charity and everything, she was like, Yeah, you need teeth. That's hard to talk without teeth. It's really hard to talk without teeth. Kathy. <laughs> okay, question for you because Twitter is can't stop talking about this and they've been talking about this for months i feel like now but do you think that mauricio wants to fuck dorit um i don't know no i don't i don't see it I, <laughs> it's funny i think it is funny and i could see it going either way i don't think that it's true but i understand what people are saying because they do have like this weird chemistry there's something there. There's something, something there. there. And if they acted on it, you know, like... I, oh, my God. Could you imagine the storyline if Dorit turned on Kyle and fucked Mauricio? And then okay, how- That would make me so sad. Not because of the Kyle and Dorit friendship, because Kyle has gone through friendships. No, I don't... Like I don't know. But, yeah. But because of PK and Dorit, I want what they have. I strive for that. That is my goal. That is my end that Those that two, is my end game. I've never seen two people hotter for each other in my life. They are in love, but they're in they love. I love, and I want that. I want that. That is like when, like, if my therapist is ever like, "What do you want in love?" I, I want what PK and Dorit. Okay, hey, Dorit is a fucking like. Dorit's a mastermind. Dorit's a mastermind con artist. She looked at that sweaty fat man, and you know he didn't look as good as he did before. And she saw him somewhere in a fucking nightclub in New York City, and she said, "I'm gonna become a fucking empire with you," and they're killing it. They are killing it. And you know what? His veneers look good. He looks good. He looks He's better looked, than ever. He, he looks, looks He looks good. 
<laughs> Mo dropped his mic. He got so flustered. He was I got like, so flustered. Actually, my like, mic just fell. I'm like, oh my god, that's getting like, hot and hard for PK. <laughs> bitch, I've been there for the past couple of years. Jump on the train. Jump on the yeah, plane. we all know. Okay, but I, I mean, there is that scene um, when Dorit was telling the robbery at Kyle's house, and they're hugging, and she kisses Mauricio's shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> I think she was just really distraught and I thought think it was, she was PK. Too, but like, it is. And then there's the oh. pictures of them on vacation in Mexico. I know. But then there was the moment when I know that, like, P- PK meant one thing and Maurizio meant another thing. And this was the giveaway for me. This was the moment that I kind of was like, oh, oh. And they were talking about that. who wins the night. But he was talking about who wins, like, best dressed. And yeah. he said, when PK said, our wives aren't in it. Meaning, like, take our wives out, like, out of the group. Like, our two wives are not involved. But I think Mauricio thought, okay, we're not favoring our wives. Don't favor your wife. Yeah. Who wins? And he was Without skipping a beat. Without Without skipping skipping a a beat. beat, Mauricio goes, your wife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh! And then they said, he said, no, no, both our wives aren't in it. Both of them. Yeah, but I, you could PK was sweating for a second. He, he was, was like, I'm, I'm, he was like, I'll, I'll, but re, he's like, like Mo, what the fuck, my wife? No, he was like, <laughs> it was very Kim Richards. Like, I've had enough of you, Maurice, Maurice, Maurice. Oh, and then they said, who? Okay, now who wins? And who did PK said, Erica? And then he said, and then Rena. I think Mo said Rena. Oh wait, wait, who wins? Okay, let's talk fashion for a second. Who wins for? Who wins the night? I mean, I love Dorit's look. I loved, yeah, I like Dorit. I just, I don't like, I am not, Dorit's a very big fan of Cavalli, and I'm just not a fan of Cavalli. I've never been. To me, it's just very much a knockoff of Versace, and it's like, it's never been it for me. There was a few seasons when um, Peter Dundas took over, where it kind of became a moment again, and then he left to have his own line, um, which I love Dundas. But I think Erica looked so fucking good. I love the chinchilla fur. I love the hair back. I love the little, like, very, very short dress. I thought she looked like herself again. Also loved Rena, but Rena just wore that same dress she wore to the reunion, like, a few years ago. I mean, like, I think that, yeah, it was very that. It was I very love Dorit from, like, the neck up, though. She looks fucking stunning. I thought Dorit didn't love great. her dress. I thought Garcelle looked good. I didn't like the... um I didn't like the blazer with the chains. I thought it looked cheap. I thought it looked like a very weird like add-on to the to the blazer. Oh, and I, I fucking like, hated what Sutton was wearing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Sutton's outfit. She had a little thought, choker on. I, I also that. hated um Oh, Diana's. I don't want to even get into crystals. Um Diana's. Oh, I hated Diana. Also, Diana looks so bad. Also, like if I was Dr. Saleh's wife, I would be like, take that cheap ass HM tie off. We are at a toothless for homeless, homeless for toothless event. Take that fucking, we're at the Toothless for the Homeless Gala. Take that Come on, we're at the gala for the Toothless and the Homeless. I was like, take that off. It looked so cheap. It was like a party city yellow. It was like the worst kind of like yellow tie. It was really, really bad. Oh, it was horrible. I hated what Crystal was wearing too. Crystal, like with her hair back, she looked like she was like a 75-year-old grandmother. Crystal like either knocks it out of the fucking park or just is a train wreck. I don't understand with Crystal because like, it's obviously when she says things like, oh, I'm frugal. I like to shop at outlets or shop cheap. It's like you're carrying a fucking $70,000 exotic Hermes clutch. You're yeah. not cheap. 
So why are your clothes look cheap or why are you skimping on hair and makeup or why are you skimping on styling when you're spending almost a hundred grand on purses? Yeah. I don't get it. You're not getting them for cheap because no one gets their mess at a discount. I just don't understand it to me. It's just not. No one, no one gets their mess at a discount. Let's that's going to be the it. name of this episode. No one gets their mess at a discount. What's that guy's um, name? Um, the guy oh, on their fucking, uh, yeah, the Bur- the Birkin guy on TikTok. Yeah, where he's like, I have one. No one he, he'll be like, no one gets our mess for a discount. Let's talk, Let's about, talk about it. it. <laughs> Let's talk about Birkins. I also really need to find the girl. I We can't post her videos, save or post her videos, but I think her name is like Lily something on TikTok. And she's really big with bags. She does all of the bags in the episodes. And she's incredible at finding the bags. And she did everyone's bag this episode. How, who had what? That's how I know that Crystal's bag was so expensive. I can name the bags without, you know, having to look them up as well. But I just wish she would just dress a little bit better, but... I mean, I feel like this is her last season, so who cares? But I don't think it should be her last season. I feel like if any, I feel like I want to give her like one more chance because she did like to me, she did so well in her first season that I'm just kind of wondering what's going wrong in this season. If there's too many players and she's just like falling back in the shadows or whatever. I don't know. I think that her and Diana should be gone. I think Brenda should be demoted. Um, And I think we got to add some, add some Brandy Glanville. But if Randy Lambo was at this dinner, like I it would have just blown the fuck up. Like she will not, she will not sit back when things are blowing up. Like she no, wants it would have been up. so good. It would have been Kyle's like Renna's almost at Amsterdam level. Brandy would have brought it to Amsterdam level. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And we need that. We need we need it. It's too buttoned um, up right now. Let's get into the dinner. Uh Dorit starts explaining the charity, which I could just listen to Dorit explaining Homeless Not Toothless for an eternity. To a charity that I have been working with for a few years that has got a really special place in my heart. And I've been trying for about a year now to have a beautiful gala and some wonderful auction items. And then, of course, we have the surge in COVID and we had to scale back. But I thought at the very least, it's an opportunity for me to be able to introduce the charity to you guys. Charity is Homeless Not Toothless, as I've told you. What is it called? Homeless Not Toothless. That's great. Homeless Not Toothless is continuing to grow. Dr. Sam Sala is... Like, I mean, it is just... I mean, what I loved was when she said Homeless Not Toothless and Kathy said, what's it called? And she was like, the look on her face was, I, she looked and said, I I, do not believe this woman just said Homeless Not Toothless. I was howling in this moment when Kathy goes, what's it called? And then she goes, homeless, not toothless. And she goes, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) I died. It was so funny. Um, And then this is where Kyle gets messy and she brings up the Rena fight and it's like, did you say get the fuck out of my house? I didn't say get the fuck out of my house. Someone said you said get the fuck out of my house. Mauricio, I bet you said get the fuck out of my house. Kaya, Kaya was a little bit drunk here too. And she was just like, so I heard that like, she told you to get the fuck out. She said, Miranda said she didn't say get the fuck out. She said, she just said you should leave. I like, I like when they're like, okay, like let's end this. And then Kyle just turns to her left and goes, Hey, Dorit. And Dorit goes, Yes, baby. And she goes, get the fuck out of my house. And Dorit goes, yes, yes, that's what she said. She said, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> it's like my favorite, like, Dorit, yes, baby. It's like, it's just, 
<laughs> the fact that it's going on in this table with all of these other people there. I mean, and, and then the fact I mean, that some, like Melissa Etheridge is back waiting, waiting, waiting. On the table. <laughs> But the fact that, like, I mean, Sutton and Garcelle had some fucking brains and were like, we're not doing a normal housewives fight here. Like, we're at a fucking homeless, not toothless gala. Like, we're not. This isn't normal. There's a Sutton just looks at her and goes, I'm not doing this, especially there's other people here. There, I'm not doing this here. It's Kyle. not just us, Cal. 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 She's Garcelle. I'm not getting into it with her about this. Cal. Um... <laughs> It's so interesting watching Car- Kyle and Garcelle do the same thing, and 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 it's what it's it's like you're watching two players like fight like to the like it's just fight for like queen status. It's who like, can be the messiest? Who can be the messiest? It's just like it's so fascinating to watch. I want to dissect it like so much even more. Um, but Rena versus Sutton round two, Rena starts like freaking out even more. If Rena didn't want people to think that she said, get the fuck out my house, she wasn't really like displaying the behavior that would make people believe. This is Rena's argument is so fucking stupid. Like you didn't say sorry to my husband. And then Sutton completely brings the receipts in her confessional. And was like, actually I did text Harry Hamlin and said, happy birthday. I didn't want to bring it up there, but like apologies and went in and she said, I even added a kissy, kissy cat face, heart, heart, heart. I love, you know, things, you know, the receipts are coming. If it's a confessional with something with those glasses on with the glasses. I also phone. love when Gar- or Lisa basically said, if you play by my rules and I'll be forgiven. And son said, oh, let me grab out my Lisa Renna's rule book. The rule book is do what Lisa Renna says and everything will be okay. It's very <laughs> short. The end is very short. It's very short. I love Sutton's track. And then not Dory interrupting the fight to introduce Melissa. <laughs> she was like, guys, was like, guys, guys. Guys, I also love that Dorit was like, guys, guys, we can pause for just one second and then you can continue. She was like, I don't want you to stop fighting. I want this to be shown. So just one pause. Melissa Etheridge comes out. Kathy Hilton is like, who is that? I swore to God this was fucking Shannon Bedore Storms. Was she hiding under there the whole time? Kathy's commentary the entire day. I was dying. I did not. I'm singing come to my window. And it was just like, I was just living for this moment. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing housewife. We just got like this few. They were literally on. screaming at each other. And then two seconds later, come to my window. We're at, we are at the homeless, not toothless gala. Melissa Etheridge just came out. They're all singing come to my window. I mean, this was just like, oh, chef's kiss. This was like literally my favorite fucking episode of the season. It was so I good. love when what did Garcelle so say? Good. Garcelle was like, How long was she up there for? Did she hear us all screaming? And she said, You can't take us anywhere. Oh, like is we she are said, this is not a good look for us. You're Melissa Etheridge. Like, this is not it. Uh I think Melissa Etheridge was living. I think, I think she, she was living. living too. And on, okay, did she not look like Shannon to you? She looked like Shannon. She looked Bedore. exactly like Shannon Bador. I was like, that. Is Brett Michaels. That is, Brett, that is Brett Michaels. That is Shannon Bedore as Brett Michaels. That is Shannon Bedore as Brett Michaels. That is like, very much let me be your rock love. <laughs> it was I very much OC, it, was, it was giving very much OC Reels. OC Reels. Oh. Um, so then after the show, so well, I just got chills thinking about Shannon and Tamara probably filming something like as we speak. Oh, I know, I know, girl. Because you I saw, know. okay, so bat, we didn't even mention this in the OC little section, but like Teddy or um, Eddie posted that 
there was like cameras in the car again, in the back seat of what looked like an Escalade. So I'm like, obviously they're off to the first cast event. Yeah. And we got a picture of Taylor Armstrong filming with Heather Dubrow. It's, That's crazy. It's Taylor crazy. is always going to align herself with plastic surgeons. Always going to align herself with Paul Nassif and the whole botch crew. The Paul whole... Nassif and then Terry Dubrow. Wow, this is full circle. Wait, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Like the Paul Nassif connection with Adrian Malou. Fucking circle. Holy shit. Oh my God, I just got the chills. Because you full know circle. she's going to talk about it. Like I was yep. friends with Adrian. <gasps> what if we get Adrian? Like a little cameo. <gasps> Could you imagine? Could you believe? Could you believe? Uh, I'm so Girl, I'm just like, ugh. I um, wish this was last season of OC. Why didn't we just do this last season? But we would have had to wait until after Girl's Trip. Yeah. Um. So then Sutton goes and asks Rena. She's like, girl, what the fuck? Like, what do you want? She's like, what's it like, going to take? What do you want for literally? What do you want from me? Like, what do you want? Like, it's like, because I thought we like made up. Obviously didn't. Like, what's going on? And then this is Ren Rinna. And and guys, I'm sorry. I know. And Mo's, Mo's already given me a preview of what his opinion is. But I don't think that Rena like, is going to fake cry about Lois. I just don't think that. And this scene, I felt the energy in that room. Everyone was crying. The people that didn't even know Lisa Rinna were wiping tears from their eyes. No, that that lady, they made it look like that woman was wiping tears from her eyes. She was just on my couch crying. That lady was just scratching her face. No, I was crying. She was crying. We were all crying. Crystal was crying. Something was crying. We were all crying. Everyone was crying. Even Garcelle could feel. Garcelle wasn't crying, but even Garcelle could like feel like she's like, girl, this is a breakthrough. We needed we needed this. Okay. I okay. I don't know what it was. I feel like now I'm an evil person, but like I was watching it and I really tried to connect and was like trying to be like, oh my God, this is a sad moment. Like I you guys know I like Lisa Renna. I'm not a Lisa Renna hater. I like her. I've always have. I was watching it and I was like, I don't know. It's not, it's not giving authentic it, to me. It clicked. It clicked hard to me because I was wiping white tears. I was uh, Maybe if I want, when I watch it again, so I always like to watch episodes twice. Um, it'll click to me. But in this moment, I felt like she really clicked right back into like the, it just, it, it was giving Melrose place. Especially if she got if she got her mom stuff that day, it's it, oh, like, dad, now don't make me seem like an asshole. It's only been two months. It's like, I mean, it feels like Lois died. No, I get it. I'm not not denying the fact that it should be an emotional moment. I'm just saying, personally, I don't felt like, I didn't feel, I didn't feel it. It You're an asshole. I'm going to (laughs) say, it was was giving rehearsed to me. I skipped over one of my favorite parts of the episode, which was when um, Mauricio was talking, or uh, PK was talking about the DUI, and he was talking about how he went, to dinner with John Legend and uh, Lionel Richie. And then he was like, when the cop pulled him over, he was like, where were you? So I was at dinner. And he's like, with who? And he was like, Lionel Richie and John Legend. And then Eric goes like, they probably thought you were such an asshole. They probably thought you were being such Also, an when he was like, in that same moment, which is hilarious, that what you just said was hilarious. When that same moment when he was like, um, you know, you think you're okay. And then you get in the car and you think, probably not okay. And Erica just goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They played it twice. They played it once in the preview and then in the episode. Ha! Ha. 
Uh, Erica Jane is just a fucking icon to me. She's being a comedic relief this season. She too. is. She's just like, like she's being funny this season. Like as much as if you hate her, or whatever you have to admit, you be honest with yourself. Like I mean, Erica would not be on funny. this show anymore if this her life didn't implode. I feel like she would have been off like a few seasons ago. Like this oh, was hundred. Her life needed to implode. I loved the 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 confessional where she's like, "This is where I'm at in life. This is where like I'm here." I'm like, you know, I've got these issues, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to fucking have to deal with that. Like, you know, like, okay. <laughs> and that's terrible. I hate that confessional hate so that much. But she did post. Uh, so the ladies have one. This is a long season, guys. This is a really long season. Really long season but they, they just, just started that, filming their final confessional looks. But they just um said that the reunion is gearing up, though. Yeah, so I mean, we we still got a long ways to go. I probably say we have six episodes, seven. Episodes. I think no, I think more. It's fourteen. This this was episode fourteen, so probably I think we had seven. Yeah, like seven, seven or eight, maybe even. I think like I think I honestly think like six or seven, and then like a three part reunion. I don't know. I feel like so that would be more. like that would be like 23, 24 episodes. Yeah, maybe 24. I'd be like, I have seven or eight. But Erica's last confessional looks really good. She has like, I love when she does her hair like high pony and then she has like the two little pieces coming off the side. Yeah. Also, Diana's last confessional bombshell. She looks so good. Oh, she did. You see it? Yeah, I did. She does. Yeah. I'm like, where was this? I mean, I don't want to see that woman on my TV ever again, but. She it's looked just, good. She looked good for the, her final moments as a housewife. Well, she on the end of the couch, like, uh, yeah. Look, so look in those lips. She's not going to say anything, lips. Mo. She's just going to be like this on the end of the couch. No, she's just going to be like, I wanted to have baby again, but you know, body couldn't handle baby. So I told Asha, body can't handle bumpkin. Not bumpkin. <laughs> Did they say, said it like three times. Like, who calls her baby a bumpkin? Also, like, have a surrogate dude <laughs> you don't think you should carry another kid man i don't either i'm not i'm obviously don't have a place ever in the world so what a woman should do with her body but like yeah i don't think i don't think it's for you baby i think it's chalk it up i think it's like, if you want to have another one like to, so the baby gets a sibling like um enya and the whales or whatever the fuck your other kids names are um yeah maybe go the surrogate route well, anyways, also, Blonde, the musical, she sings the Enya and the whales. Girl, I'm cutting you. I- I'm Simon <laughs> calling you. I'm raising my hand like, all right, enough <laughs> for the singing. <laughs> like, Stop. And you're like fucking Allie Brooke in her audition from Fifth Harmony. No, Asher playing the piano. Have you ever seen that? No. Allie Brooke's audition for X Factor for Fifth Harmony. She's like wearing like this pink fedora, obviously harmonizer here. But she's just like keep singing and she keeps going like, uh, and like she does not stop and like they're like they're like, they're like, like you're like amazing this is how we knew that Allie was going to be like the most annoying in the group She, but she's the sweetest but like and Simon just kept going like this and she get, just kept singing and singing I'll send it to you and it's so funny um, but anyways that is our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap to get the out.
out. Well, you're not me, Ever. Baby. And I've never disrespected my so, husband if I had one for my mother. Whatever, girl. You ain't even got a husband. And, Get a husband. You know, you know, and then you can tell me what to do with it. And shocked before, but what is the level above shocked? Like, what is happening here? This is embarrassing. I love you, Ty. I vote with That's you more than a lot of people at the table. The fucked up part is you repeating some bullshit that you know From ain't true. From my mother. That you know ain't true, though. What do I know is not true? Girl. Because you know how I know you, how you came into this circle. How did I come in this circle? You brought your way into this circle. How? Nobody was your friend. All right, guys, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. This episode was also phenomenal. It was Great like... Great episode. One of the felt best like one of the, the best ones of the season as well. I was, It feels like Atlanta has its groove back. How Stella got her groove back, how Kenya got her groove back, how Atlanta got its groove back. I mean, if giving, you guys haven't... like. It was giving like a tropical van- like vacation from like season like six to nine. Yeah, like when they went to like Antigua, when they went to yeah. like those days. I feel like Atlanta hasn't Antigua. had a good. You mean like Anguilla? Antigua? Anguilla. Antigua's a place though. But they went to Anguilla. But I'm talking about Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, come on, geography. <laughs> I'm a citizen of the world, okay? Sorry. Listen. You can speak in any language, any accent when you've been to the, all over the world. <laughs> Whatever her fucking defa- her tagline You executed is. that tagline so well. I mean, I think wow. it was fucking incredible. But anyways, Atlanta hasn't had a tropical vacation in a long time. Okay? No. And I loved it. I mean, I think they have, but... When um, was the last one? Because they went to... Um, last season, they just went to the Carolinas. Yeah. And then the season before, they went to Tokyo. Right, Greece. Oh, Greece. Greece isn't really tropical, though. No, and then it's they nice. went to Spain, Japan, and Spain. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're, I guess you're right. Yeah. Those are like nice locations where the weather is nice, but not like tropical, you know. Yeah. So let's get into not this. like Antigua, Anguilla. All right, Anguilla. let's get into this episode. So it's coming off of Sanya's party for Sheree, and Kenya and Drew are like talking about it, and how it was just like. A mess. It, I mean, it looked like something that I would like throw for somebody, but I also like am not a real housewife and make that kind of money. So. Yeah, um, we're like poor people, so yeah. like I don't. So, yeah, I do go to Party City and I get those balloons. Sorry, yeah. I can't. I mean, <laughs> I, also, it's just I know like, them very well. Yeah, we know, we know, we know the balloons very well. I mean, <laughs> I feel like my friends have made, had makeshift parties like that are better. I do too. Yeah, I it feel was, like it was giving actually, a little bit. Actually, I think I've thrown a little bit of a better party than that. Poor Sadia. Also, no. like I don't. I mean, she tried to make it nice by getting them all different Sprinter vans and all the things. Yeah, I don't. Sandy, she Sandy's nice. She's nice. We'll see. She has um, one more season to give us a lot. So I have here in my notes for this next scene. I have time for one of Mo's faves. An at-home Drew scene. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to this. Yeah, it was very... It was just all about, like, the book that Ralph is writing. Oh, yeah, I think I fast-forwarded, to be honest. (laughs) I absolutely fast-forwarded through it, I'm not gonna lie. And, you know, Drew is picking yet another fight. I'm like, I don't think that, like... Was it over him adopting the son? Well, she's like... 
you're writing this book about being a stepfather, but then you're also like not adopting my son. But then like, I don't think that it has anything to do with the fact that the biological father doesn't want him to adopt him. You don't think so? No, that man's a fraud. Just as she's a fraud. I think that he just does not want ties to the kids in case anything goes left. Yeah, I don't know. I also think about like, it. If anything goes left, he's now going to have to deal with three of those kids. Listen, and all that I'm not it. I'm not a Ralph apologist. I really do not like him at all. But I do think that Drew purposely picks fights with him on camera for like the show. For so, Yeah, Drew wants she's an actress at the end of the day. She's a Lisa Renna. She's, you no, know, she's, she was you can the take game. the actress out of the soap, but you can't take, you know, the actress out of the acting. You would actually need an exorcism to take the game out of Drew Sedora. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just like, but also like some, and the, the thing that's like kind of sad is like, sometimes it feels like Ralph and I like can relate to this because like, sometimes I feel that I'll do things with people in mind, you know, oh, I think I'll off, think, Zach. <laughs> something for them. Um, <clears throat> Modesto, I think I'll do be doing something for him. Nice and stuff. And then he'll pick the one time that I, I double post what he posted and come at me and yell at me. And it's like, I was doing something nice. For and you. you know what? I feel the same way about Ralph that I do about Zach when you should be doing something for the sake of doing it, not with other people in mind, you should be doing it because you're doing it for the good of yourself your family, or in our case, oh. our business and our okay. podcast. Okay. But anyways, like, I do sometimes think that Ralph has, like, good intentions for certain things. And then he, like, is so excited about it. And then Drew is like, what the fuck? And he's like, what? And he just gets, gets thrown off. So I'm, like, so kind of torn like, on Drew because, like, I, like I said, I fully fast forwarded through the scenes. I do not like their home scenes there. I did watch a second of it. And I was like, this is boring. I know what she's going to talk about. And I didn't really fast forward. By fast forward, I mean, I probably went on TikTok. Um, but yeah. I do want her back as a housewife. So I'm like, how do we get her as a housewife with less home scenes with her and Ralph? Yeah. How does that work? Because I don't even know if I want her as a friend. I still want her to be like full time. Yeah, I think she'll stay full time, honestly. I think the cast is going to stay exactly the same and they're going to add like Portia and then maybe Manietta will stay a friend and maybe add one more friend. Yeah, I agree. Maybe because I feel like whenever you get Portia along, you get the other one. Yeah. Shamia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew you were going to say that before. Like when you were like the other one, I was like, bitch, he's talking about Shamia. And then (laughs) I was like, yep, they are a package deal. Which I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I, I mean, don't she, mind Shamia. Like she's I don't fine. mind Shamia. She's messy. She's a good friend of. I think she's, yeah, she's totally fine. And remember it's a good ally I, for Portia. When everyone thought that she was going to be a peach holder for season 10. she's She denied the peach. I know, but everyone was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be a peach holder. Like blah, blah, blah. And then she wasn't. But yeah. Anyways. Did she have any scenes with, um what's it called? With uh, Wig? I don't think so. But they were both friend of in season 10, no? Um, yeah. Right? Did they I don't know. I guess they were they at the Halloween. I guess they were at the reading? Halloween party. Yeah. And I guess they were at the gay soiree. Uh, the the Nini's gays and <laughs> Is that Kim Zosiac? You know, and you know what's so funny is I saw that clip of from season nine of Phaedra going like, I think they fucked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I retweeted but, it because it said it whenever Mauricio and Dorit talking about Mauricio and Dorit. <laughs> 
you know, they be fucking. They be fucking. <laughs> and then she did the. <laughs> like that, that clip is so fucking iconic. It's iconic. So- um, but anyways, let's get back into this. So the ladies arrive in Jamaica. Okay, we need to talk about something, and that is Marlo's confessional. In this, okay, but before that, I would like to talk about Marlo's outfit to go to Jamaica. She was wearing like leather pants, a fur coat, and she was still wearing it when they arrived in Jamaica. Yo, <laughs> I was like, girl, it's hot man. as fuck. Mess. She commits to a look. But that that confessional look. That confessional, I don't even want to go there. Like that's I'm, gonna go into like top like ten worst housewife confessionals of all time. And you know what? To me, it's like no, because the worst housewife confessionals are usually when it's like a whole package deal. Like the hair's bad, the makeup's bad, the look is bad. Hair up from the neck up. It was totally yeah, great. I mean, but like also it's going to go. It's one of those ones that are jarring. It's like super jarring. Like people what are going to remember that. And like why you did have, she... There's like bad housewives confessionals that like people like it's bad, but you don't really remember it because it doesn't like stick out that much. Like this one is going to stick out. People are going to remember what that, was that. Who made that top? I have no idea. I know you don't, I, but I'm confused. <laughs> Girl, what the <laughs> fuck you? <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, I wouldn't ever expect you to. Uh, it's not your wheelhouse. Um, I'm going to find out. I could, can't even think of anyone who would make that. Yeah, no, I, I can't either. It was, it was just like vintage weird. Dolce, maybe a Moschino. Like, uh, I don't even know. That That's wild. Um. So Kenya's plus one did not was not able to come. She had like COVID or whatever. And Mar- and Sonia's like, where's your plus one? Where's your plus one? I'm like, Sonia, why do you care so much if these people have plus ones? Are you guys only doing events that are going to have to like include a plus one? Are you guys like doing like fucking like relay races where you guys are tied at the ankle? Like what? Like, why are you so obsessed with it? No, why so obsessed with it? I am okay with the fact that the husbands are on this trip because I do think it added with like Todd in the fight, Magneta's husband loving the fight. I think it adds that there's more people, but like... I generally, you got, you know, I don't like husbands on the trips. I don't either, but since Atlanta doesn't do it often, it was like fine. You it know? was fine, yeah. Um, but like also, why is she so obsessed with the plus one? But I, right. I Marlo didn't bring a man, and I thought it was so funny when Candy was like, she doesn't want to bring her sponsors. She's like, why would she want to bring her sponsors? <laughs> They're paying for her. It's so funny. also Kenya said that Marlo got flown out to do what to old men. Oh, <laughs> I don't Oh, to stick their feet in them or something. But I don't yeah. know, guys, I'm in the world of men paying me for weird shit. And I get it. <laughs> I get it. People Mo just put out his he's just not going to tell us who his sponsors are. I'm not going to tell you who my sponsors are. But when I go out, when I go out with Moa, he doesn't bring his sponsors, but he he be spending like his sponsors are there. I'll be spent. I got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you host no way that cheap. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. And then she was like, <laughs> "Oh, what was it, Kenya? You were here by yourself." And then she's like, "That's not what I mean." LOL. Wait. What? Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna cut that out. We're gonna cut that whole thing because what you said was because <laughs> no, I was reading my notes and it like messed up. So make sure you listen to this on the podcast because we're cutting it out. Okay. Um. One. Two. Oh no. Okay. I figured it out. I figured right. it out. Okay, Okay, I got it. Go. But anyways, so then the girls are on the golf carts. They're like riding to the resort and Kenya makes eye contact with this man. 
And they... He was cute. He was fine. They whipped that golf cart around so fast. And this was the Sonya that I loved. Like, Sonya was like, girl, we're getting... Like, you know, that's like... Then it's fun. I like her. She is gonna be If you're going to be like, Kenya, where's your plus one? Then you're going to have to be... We're gonna find you one on this fucking island, man, in Jamaica, man. We're gonna- yeah, I also love when I they want that like Sonia. I want that. I love when she was like, "I'm gonna get more Jamaican as the trip goes on." <laughs> yeah, she said she goes there like five times a year. Yeah, that but is her home. She turns around and they 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 wave this man over. This man comes over, and Kenya is like, "Are you by? Are you here by yourself?" And this man is like, "Yeah, my brother is like." Here. She's like, "That's not what I mean." That's not what I mean. No. <laughs> are you are you here with someone? Um, he was cute. He was like younger, but like not too young. He was, I don't know. Also, I've had, if you guys didn't listen to the Patreon or didn't like listen to the Instagram, I had an encounter with Kenya this week. And it's so weird. I'm gonna like it's when you meet like a housewife like that and like work with them. I worked worked with her for about like 30 minutes, guys, in my store looking for a dress. I'm not gonna give anything else. I gave it all away on Patreon. Listen and to the also, Patreon if you want to know all the tea, but and it'll be linked in the episode below, so you can click to subscribe to that. And also, it's like a work thing, so I know that my fans who are fans who pay for it won't give anything away, but I can't be, you know, divulging that information for free. My job is on the line, but I did work with Kenya for a while. She spilled a lot of tea on the Patreon. We um, released a reunion theme, the color scheme, all of things that I've heard from Kenya, but it's going to be weird for me just like watching it now and being like, I interacted with her for so long to see her, you know? Yeah. It was, it was fun. But honestly, if I, like I said, she's like this very bubbly and fun. I am just so envious. Uh, that's amazing. It's the most wild thing ever. Like, what the what the actual fuck? Like, I literally was in the presence of Kenya Moore. I'm like, like showing her things, having her like look at things. We were chatting. Like, what? Everything. Can you believe? Mind blowing. So speaking of Kenya, Kenya and this John guy go up to her hotel to like meet before dinner, like you know, kind of like get acquainted. Red Bull, and he's like, "I brought you something." It's like a can of Red Bull, and then she brings out the wine glasses. He texted. She texted him and said she was tired. I that's cute. And he was thoughtful and said, "I'm gonna bring her a diet coke." And he was. I mean, what was he gonna have? Like some elaborate gift? You know, he just met the woman like five minutes ago. Right. He was like, "Wow, you look so beautiful." Kenya looked good. He did look good. She was glowing. And I'm gonna tell you guys in person, her body is. She is so thin, and her curves are curving. Her ass is huge, fat, and she looks good. She is one of. I think she's one of the most gorgeous housewives. I think she's so pretty. Yeah, I mean, from, like, literally looking at her directly in the face for, like, 30 minutes, it was, uh, she's fucking stunning. I was, like, uh, air is huge. Like, she looks younger in person, too. It was wild. Like, when I first saw her, that was, like, that can't be who they're talking about. And then I got closer and was, like, oh, my God, that's, that is her. Like, it's, she, it's, like, starking how, like, you know, in person, yeah, it's, like, whoa. You're, like, really- you were, like, you were, like, whoa, 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 amazing. Amazing. You're like, you're like, Kenya, so chic. So really, really very chic. Um, so Kenya says that she's never usually, she's like, I'm feeling it with this guy. He's, he just seems really nice and kind. And I'm never usually wrong with guys. Cue the montage of Walter, the, the, who, who is the man that broke her garage? 
Um, I, I don't know what was his name. <laughs> Can't remember. That, he was crazy. 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 What are, uh, wasn't Mark too, right? No. No. And then Mark. And then um, she's never been. She's her picker's always. So been she's off. never been right. She's no. never been right. Those um, Bravo editors. That was such a good clip. Um, but time for dinner. Uh, I just love that she found this man on the island. She brought him. He they, and all the girls are like questioning it, like like you know questioning him, like how old are you? Like you know, it was just cute. It was just like it was such a fun vibe. Like I love this Kenya. I've been loving Kenya this season, actually. Yeah, I mean her energy is just so different. She is just so light, so bright. I like laughy, funny. I just laughy. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, guys. He's so laughy. He's so laughy. Um, also, their no, outfits. But you're not wrong. She is. She's got that like nervous laugh. She's got she the does, like. She, <laughs> I heard that laugh like a million fucking times the other day when I worked with her. I was like, it's it's there all the time in person. It's you there. Like laughy, laughy. She was very laughy. I want to talk about their outfits. Sanya's outfit was so interesting. At first, I was do I like this, and then by the end, I was like. I think I love this. Like that black, like high neck thing with the cutouts and the whole back was cut out. I was like, very interesting. I've never seen anything like it. And I enjoyed it. She was, she looked really pretty. I liked, um, candy, uh, candy's hair. Um, and then, yeah, this is where the dinner starts to take a left. Um, cause Marlo was like, Miss Candy, Miss Candy Legendary Burris, you need to prove right now why you're Miss Candy Legendary Burris because we haven't been seeing it. So she, Sheree brings up Ralph's book. Marlo calls him out for like not adopting Drew's son. Yeah. And um, then they like, try to just bring it back to Marlo's situation where they're like, we think it's weird that you think it's weird that he won't adopt the kids when you kicked your nephews out. And it's just to the whole thing of like, she never said that she was done with them or kicking them out. She, it was a 30 day so they can come back and realize how good they have it. It's like the grass is not always greener. She never said she was done with the boys. And in those times, she never said she was done parenting them. She's still checking up on them every single day still Ubering them from the sister's house to work, still feeding them, still paying for everything. She just wanted them to live there and see what it was like. Never said she was kicking the kids out for good. Never said she was done parenting them. It's a little bit more of like a tricky situation than that. And I think it's like a little bit like they're so young that it's not as easy. Like the one is young. Like the one is not old. Like the other one is like a little older, but the other one's young and that's like gonna like stick with him. So it's like, and, and I can understand what the uh, how the other women are like. All right, the, the, that was a little like too much. And then also, it's just kind of rich. It's like I'm not gonna the, like no one's really until this moment was really coming for Marlo about that situation. And then you watch Marlo like talk about somebody else's kids and like how like in that situation, and you're like, but you are not in the best situation either. I think that's what Candy was just like. You're not in the situation to be talking about that. I know you didn't kick out your your nephews like forever, but like 
should you really be the one to be judging Ralph about this situation? Because like, no, I don't think she should be the one to judge Ralph though either about the situation. It should yeah, just be like, it's like, it's it like all right, like let's like mm. back it on up. And that's when Marlo just Mar- starts hitting below the belt. She's like, well, your mom belittles your man every chance she gets. And you sit there and let it happen. Okay. That montage of mama joys that I posted on the Instagram the other day had me in tears. Mama Joyce is truly like one of my favorite non peach holders. And like that's an icon. Like (laughs) Porsche's like, I need a whole Sunday service to go get ready to talk to that lady. And then she's like, yo ass don't pay no child support. (laughs) She's like, like, low down. I'm going to drag you like a fucking rag. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was Candy's friend? What was her name? The one that's trying to fight? Um, um, oh, fuck. it was with the C, Carmen. Carmen. Uh, she was ready to <laughs> fuck her up, fuck her shit up. But and then Todd. Up. This was my favorite like aspect of the episode. Is Todd like brought like out like kind of like like production? Yeah, wall. he broke the fourth wall because and, we all know Todd worked as a PA on the Africa trip. Yeah, and he was like, "Let's talk about how you really entered this group." Like. You're not friends with anyone. You bought your way into this group, like you. And then you what she was saying, "What do you mean? I, I, Phaedra? I was brought in through Phaedra, like." And he was and like, then, "You bought your way." He was like, "You bought your way." When he said, "You bought your way into the friends," and then everyone was like, "Ooh!" It felt like it felt like that drag race kind of like, "Ooh!" You know, like the, like those moments. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Girl," and then and then she was like, "Candy, you know, like." You're only known in Atlanta. Candy's like, I'm world fucking wide. What the fuck are you talking about? And this is like, Bitch, I'm worldwide. The fight started going on like a good amount, like a good amount of time. Like that was like a six minute long fight. And that was then a six by, minute like, fight where nobody by, missed a beat. Yeah, by like minute four, that's when shaky voice candy started happening. And the last time they were in the tropics, which was like in Hawaii, when shaky voice candy was really like. You know, you know me, and I would never do something like that. And and it started to candy because candy has grown as a woman because shaky voice did not come out for a solid four to five minutes. No, it came out. It it came out towards the end a little bit. And then they were like, all right, y'all. Okay, all right. Let's cool it. Let's cool it. They were just going tit for tat the whole time, back and forth, back and forth. When Candy was like, oh, you don't work. Oh, do you work, Kenya? And Candy said every fucking day. Do you work? Do you work? I liked, uh, and then what was it? The end was like Miss Petty, Miss Petty, and they were just Petty, Miss Lonely, Miss Lonely, Mister Broke. <laughs> At least I'm not broke. Um, and then t- I mean them just going back and forth, and then Marlo trying to say that Todd said that Candy's nothing but a country bumpkin. He don't want nothing to do with her, and that he was just gonna hit it when they got back to New York. It was, I mean. It, did Todd say that? I'm sure he did. He was like, I don't even talk to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, I mean, that was one it of was, the, It was one of the best fights on Atlanta in probably like years. It was so good because it was too. Candy woke the fuck up. Candy decided to work today, but Marlo made her clock in. Marlo was Candy's boss and said, hey, you got to come to work. You're not feeling well. I don't care. You still got to make it. Yep. A lot of people have called off today. We're still going to need your services. Yeah, she's like, a lot of people have called off. Like, you need to get in here now. And I mean, I was excited for it. I thought it was a good fucking fight. I was on the edge of my seat. You know who I was? Manetta's husband, who was living for the drama the entire time. That whole table was was like, 
Also, he in the middle catching. of this, Kenya's date got up and left. He's <laughs> like, fuck this. He sprinted. I'm still like wondering, like, did he just go to the bathroom or did he like full on leave, leave? No, because it felt like at the end, they all were like, okay, let's just be done with dinner. Let's go back. And they didn't show him. He was like, I'm done. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, he like ran. He, like, he was like, it. maybe he didn't know what like the Rojas of Atlanta was. And they're like, hey, we're just filming the show. Can you sign this release and go on a date with this lady? And then he was like, I got a business app back in England. Like this, I can't. No, I got to go. I can't do this. I yeah, thought this was, was like a nice show about like successful women. I didn't know that they were going to start cussing each other out. Cussing each other out and screaming. It was, it was I, so good. It was so fucking good. I, this cast has so much potential. They really do. They just need to build on it. They just need I mean, next people. episode, we get fucking uh, Sonya's husband going off. Don't talk about my fucking wife. Yeah, he stands up, too. He's not playing. He's not playing. He said, do not talk about my wife. And he says it to Miss Kenya Moore. Guys, it's going to be good in the reunion film today. In New York for the first time ever. And it sounds like Sheree got first seat, which was not on my bingo card. Not on my bingo card. If you want to know our bingo predictions, Patreon episode link in the episode description. (laughs) We're going to keep pimping it out because if you want to support this podcast and you want us to keep pushing, you got to subscribe to the Patreon. You get extra stuff there. You get tea. I would have never told the tea that I told on Patreon on this podcast for the sake of possibly losing my day job. Okay. You'll get more exclusive stuff on the Patreon. So definitely subscribe to that. But With that being said, that is our Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. And that is the latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review, follow, do what you got to do. Get those notifications turned on so that you get the episodes right away. And don't forget to follow us on our socials on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at about underscore Bravo. And we will come at you with more Bravo tea, content, news, and recaps. And we will be talking... We will be talking Dubai soon. I think we're just going to let the whole, the rest of the season play out and we'll give you like a little season recap at the end. We have what one, a few more episodes left, a few more episodes and then the reunion and we'll, we'll talk about our, it before the reunion. Yeah. We'll give our opinions and what we think needs to happen to the cast as well. It's just been a little slow. So it's like, we haven't felt the need to fully recap it, but maybe we'll recap the next like three episodes or something we've been watching. We're enjoying it. Yeah. It's just, it's I'm a little slow it. guys. It's, it's like a li- yeah. it's a light it's like a break between Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Yeah, and I think it's going to get better next season. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But anyways, that is the latest episode and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.